0: Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. You're listening to my podcast from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Do yourself a favor and follow my website, theburningtruth.us. Watch the video live streams live during the radio show at dlive.tv slash host, Or become a premium subscriber for premium exclusive content at specialproject.io at radio host Casey Hendrickson. Enjoy this
1: is casey hendrickson on news talk 95.3 michianas news channel your breaking news and weather station
0: and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michianas news channel i'm your host casey hendrickson do you want to thank r&b car company locations in south bend and warsaw r&b car company are your used car experts so I've done my best to kind of explain a little bit about what's been happening with Reddit and what's been going on with GameStop and, GameStop and AMC and some other stuff with the hedge fund battle that's happening, but stock market investing is really not my wheelhouse. So we brought in a professional. We have Breitbart News' finance and economics editor, John Carney, is joining us. John, how are you doing?
1: Man? I'm doing great, and thanks for having me.
0: Hey, we, we're, we appreciate the time, one, because I... I'm just new to this stuff. I, I try to read the articles as best as I can and kind of figure out what's going on. But um, you having a background at Wall Street, can you just explain to people what is actually happening? You've got basically what little investors versus hedge funds. Kind of explain what the whole deal is.
1: Sure. So it's centered around a company called GameStop. Probably a lot of people have seen these in shopping malls uh, all over America. They uh, sell video games. A lot of people sophisticated financial people decided that this company was gonna go the way of blockbuster. So, in other words, they were gonna go broke. It was not going to be a GameStop, uh, that it would have to shutter its stores, go out of business, because everybody would buy everything online, and there'd be no purpose in the stores. So the shares got down to like $2.80. Well, some people, uh, retail investors mostly, um, some of which, who gathered together on Reddit's or YouTube channels, decided that there could be a great future for um, for GameStop. So one thing is, what if GameStop is a blockbuster? But what if it's Netflix? What if it's the place everybody signs up for because they want to play video games? What if that's what the big company becomes? Or there, you know, there's a whole another idea was, what if instead of you know buying video games, they're taking them home. It became a place where you hung out for a couple of hours, like a movie theater, but instead of watching movies, you're playing video games. So there was a fundamental case for why the company wasn't going to go, to, why the stock wasn't going to go to zero. People started betting on it going long. One of the things is that this, so many hedge funds had shorted this company, meaning they bet that it was go, that the price was going to go down, that it was the most shorted public company on American markets right now. And what that allowed the people who thought the price should go up to do is force the price up a little, which then makes some of the short sellers have to sell because they turn out to be wrong, right? If you you shorted the stock at $5 and it goes to $25, you're out a lot of money. When you bet that a stock's gonna go down, you actually, so normally if you you buy a stock, you can only lose all the way down to zero. Your loss is limited at your investment. When you short a stock, the stock could go up to infinity, in theory, and so there's no cap on your losses, so you have to be active to get out. And that's what we saw happen. They called a short squeeze. The, a lot of the funds that were short had to cover their shorts so that you know as the price kept climbing, they weren't exposed. And then a lot of the big broker dealers who also were selling options against this stuff had to cover those options. Because again, the prices were going so high, uh, and that's continued to happen. It's not just GameStop now. Uh, headphone maker costs uh, is up, I think, two thousand percent in the last three weeks. Uh, AMC, the movie theater company, is up a tremendous amount. Uh, it was a you know two dollar stock, and now it's a twelve dollar stock. GameStop is a three hundred and something dollar stock. So you're going to hear people describe it as you know like a speculative frenzy, and there is a little bit of that going on. But a lot of it was just a disagreement. Is this company, GameStop and a few others, are they going down or could they be turned around? It's, you know, the big guys on Wall Street thought they were going down, they had no future. And some of the little guys said they did. And at least this week, the little guys won.
0: You know and what's interesting is that there's been a lot of rumors about what GameStop is going to morph into. And so theoretically these smaller investors, they're on to information that's well known in the gaming community that GameStop might be converting to an online type of business or to a cyber cafe type business. so I mean there's right. been that's been out there for a long time. So really that's that's actually taking information that's in the public space. So where does the allegations that this is a pump and dump scheme kind of come in?
1: I think that that's pretty much nonsense. The guys who, some of the most prominent people who actually have been the pumpers of the stock are publicly posting their E-Trade accounts. Remember, these aren't, you know, these are guys with E-Trade accounts or or Robinhood accounts. They're publicly posting screenshots to show that they're not dumping a thing. They believe this stock is worth even more than it is now. Now, I would, you know, if I was, uh, I, I don't give out personal financial advice if I did it probably would be when you make three thousand percent gain on a stock, and you know take some money off the table. But um, yeah. but these guys are not pump and dumpers. Um, they are they're they're more like pump and stickers. Okay, they they're sticking with this trade. As you said, there are there's publicly available information. This wasn't as you you know it's not secret. There are things that people believe GameStop can do to increase its value. And these guys are betting that those will happen. And frankly, it gets easier because this company is worth so much. It, it becomes much easier for it to raise capital in the markets and all of that. So sure. it could become a self-fulfilling prophecy.
0: And I assume a lot of it with AMC is that you know, poor AMC has just been beat to death with this pandemic. And everybody assumes once the pandemic is over, AMC is going to come roaring back. And, and they're just trying to keep it alive until that happens.
1: That's right. And actually, they very smartly have actually sold, because remember, companies theoretically have as many shares as they want to. They can always go back out into the market and sell, just like they buy them back all the time. So AMC actually probably has, I know that they've been doing some selling into the market, raising some capital. That actually will help them survive. So they're actually using this in a way that we think like capital markets should, right? It should make it easier to raise money. Companies should be able to survive. And that's what's happening.
0: I assume you've seen some of the more outlandish stuff that we've had head fund managers on on some of the uh, conventional news channels saying this is an attack on the rich and and (laughs) and they're foaming at the mouth and it's honestly i I think what they're doing is they're just spurring on more of this because people are looking at this and going hedge funds kind of do this anyway what's why can't i do it also
1: yeah so that's what actually is happening is these sort of short squeezes um the, this sort of trading where you can force somebody to become a buyer of a stock, hedge funds have done for years. So it's a little rich to have them complain about it. Two, <laughs> like, like I said, game stuff was so heavily shorted that these guys were just it, it, almost irresponsibly so. If you see a company that over 100% of the available stock to the public has been sold short, that's usually a sign that... Everybody stampeded into this thing. They were using it as a hedge against other bets. So these guys, just very smartly, uh, guys from different you know message boards, YouTube channels, came in and said, "Well, you know what? I think if we all play this game together, we can force uh, the price up." And that—that's what happened.
0: And Guys, we got people all across political spectrums here uniting in this one this one endeavor. I mean video games it brings everybody together. One more question though, John. Uh we've got an issue with Robinhood halting. Aids. They've already been sued. Robinhood gets a lot of money from hedge funds and a lot of people are seeing this as a conflict of interest and and you know they're not letting their users actively participate in the market while they're helping hedge funds out.
1: Yeah there needs to be a lot more transparency and explanation around this so what's very likely happening is Hood's hand is being forced not by the hedge funds, but by the clearinghouses. So stocks get traded through a broker, but the broker then uses a behind-the-scenes broker who then uses a big clearinghouse that has a computer that tracks all the stocks everywhere. So when a stock's price shoots up a lot, that clearinghouse starts to force the different brokers to put up more collateral for their trades, just in case somebody puts in a big order and doesn't come up with the money, then you need to be able to fulfill those orders, cover that that loss, and the brokerages have to increase the, the collateral they're putting up to the clearinghouse. I think that's what's happening here. I think that's what Robinhood was trying to communicate, but in a very hand handed way. You're right; they get paid. I mean, you know, it's a thing that we learn over and over again, right? When you're not right. paying for something. You're not really the customer you're the product exactly. and free trades can't really be free those things cost money to execute What's happening here you know all the technological you know equipment needed to do it has to be paid for so what's happening here is that just like Facebook, they make money by selling your data and they sell it to hedge funds so that, that's that's where the conspiracy theory comes from I don't know if I buy it but I don't think they've done a very good job of explaining why they did these moves that hurt the people who think they're the customers of Robinhood.
0: Very good information again. John Carney is the finance and economics editor over at Breitbart News. We appreciate the time this afternoon. Look forward to talking to you again sometime. Thanks for having me. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast on a segment for my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Don't forget to check out my new website, with store at CaseyHendrickson.com. And if you want knives or custom Kydex holsters, go to my other website, ASDefense.com. We'll catch you next time.